It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Perception, perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. What was very curious to me was in New England, where they basically let Jacoby Myers walk, and then they turn around and then they go sign Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, I'm just confused. The price was exactly the same, a three-year, $33 million contract for both players. Um, And not only that, I just looked this up. Jacoby's deal was way, is way worse. Jacoby signed essentially a one-year deal with two team options. Only $11 million fully guaranteed for Jacoby. By the way, Jacoby Myers, please, you, you need to hire yourself better agents, my man. Like, <laughs> you're, everyone was saying that Jacoby's basically the best free agent wide receiver in a year where there's not a lot of great wide receivers in the draft in a year where there's no great wide receivers available for free agency, he should have been able to score himself a pretty nice deal, you know? And instead he signs a three year 33 with only 11 million fully guaranteed. They could essentially cut this guy after one year. That is, that's shocking. I just want to put this in perspective. And again, you know, people say, Oh, I don't care about the contracts. Well, I'm just saying Christian Kirk, and, and there were comparisons, right? Because when Christian Kirk signed his free agent deal, also not a great free agent wide receiver class, right? He signed a four-year, $72 million deal. $37 million guaranteed at signing. He got more guaranteed money than Jacoby got for the entire entirety of his contract. Now, again, we also clown the Jags for signing Christian Kirk to that monster deal. I get that. But somewhere in between, I thought should have been where Jacoby ended up. And man, he just didn't get that deal. My question to you, though, Matt, is why would New England swap Jacoby Myers for Juju Smith-Schuster when, in my mind, they do a lot of the same stuff and you got him at the same price? Yeah, Juju's deal is a little bit uh, – all of these deals, by the way, like you bro- perfectly broke down with Jacoby Myers. It's like you see on – it's like, oh, three years for $33 million. There's just so much BS money in all of this. And it's like right. I feel like more than ever, and maybe it's because the NFL um, – like NFL fans and uh, you know, I think people who cover like you know, takesters like us like deal into the contracts so much more and maybe we're just more aware of this stuff. It does feel like more than ever, though, that – uh, insiders like peddle the agents dirty work basically about like let, let's make sure we get out there the absolute max deal um, because Juju's deal is incentives based too like he's actually uh, I saw Tom Pelissero point this out that he has um, you know a, 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 he's got 16 million guaranteed a lot of incentives that can get him to 33 million his base value is more like 25.5 million so he's another guy that like again the same per- like there's a lot going on there with both these deals But to answer the kind of player-to-player question, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't just bring (laughs) Jacoby Myers back. (laughs) Because I think Jacoby Myers, like there was a lot of discourse about this 
Um, I think Jacoby Myers' uh, film, I think his reception perception, him as a player, he's just been better than Juju the last three years, uh, pretty much. Like, we all know that Juju has the uh, – I, I think I talked about this on the show last week. Like, he's got the fake news stats from 2018. Wide receiver stats are, in fact, fake news. Um, <laughs> but okay. he's – because he's been that player basically throughout the entire in the entirety of career his career he's cleared 81 percent success rate versus zone coverage in each of the last five seasons he's been a guy who can beat zone coverage but he can't beat press man Jacoby Myers has shown over the last two years that he can get open against man coverage he can get open against press coverage like I think he brings you much more um upside as a potential flanker receiver which is key for his fit in Las Vegas uh, as right. we can talk about but I think that him and Juju in terms of the routes that they run, the routes that they win on. Like if you just look at their charts back to back on receptionperception.com, I tweeted this out too. It, it's pretty similar stuff. Like it's a lot of slants, it's curls, it's, it's, it's dig routes. I think uh, Jacoby gives you a little bit more pop in the intermediate game. Um, he can he can run a deep post, a deep crosser, a little bit more than Juju can. I think he's a better again, better route runner against man coverage. That's just period. I, I think those the RP scores really backed that up. Myers has been over seventy percent success rate versus man in two of the last three seasons. But if I can get back to wide receiver blocking trutherism, uh, Jacoby not much of a blocker. Uh, uh, Juju definitely uh, a little bit more physical. He, he kind of brings you more size, like more pop as a, as a bigger guy at that slot position. So I think that might be part of the equation for a team with Bill Belichick that wants to, that wants to be a little bit more physical and wants to run the ball. But overall uh, my general answer to this, why do they feel the need to swap out uh, Jacoby Myers for, for Juju? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure on that. One. Matt, this, this just, it just lines up too well. Cause it's, it's new England. And New yeah, England I mean, is the absolute bottom of the barrel, worst team in the NFL when it comes to evaluating wide receivers. They are they are yeah. the literal bizarro world Matt Harmon of the NFL. <laughs> the best guy that they've acquired the last like five years is probably Jacoby Myers. Who and they an fell ass backwards into <laughs> yeah. it. It was an undrafted free agent. Uh, they are they're obviously they they swung and miss when they brought Kendrick Bourne although I don't think Kendrick Bourne's like a useful player and I think they've gotten pissed at him but how about Nelson Aguilar like Nelson Aguilar I mean how shocking was that signing like Philadelphia couldn't get this guy out of there fast enough and New England's signing him to big money you're like what are you guys and and they what are you guys doing they they it's like the most unpatriots thing ever to ha- like Nelson Aguilar has this kind of surprise bounce back campaign yeah, with, yeah, the, with Raiders, the Raiders and right, it's like right, right. oh wow like on the cheap great stuff and then New England pays top dollar for the outlier year usually they're the other way around like kind of scooping in guys but wide receiver has always been a trouble spot for this team definitely in the draft but lately in the pro personnel evaluation too I mean the Devontae Parker thing like they Miami's willing to trade him in the division because he can't get open. And like the, all the Patriots need is a guy right. who can get open, and they get the guy who cannot get open as a big X receiver on the outside in Parker and also can't stay healthy. And predictably, both of those things were true last year. <laughs> Couldn't get open and can't stay healthy. Um, and then Tyquan Thornton, they take in the second round. They got, they've got all second of these great round. receivers wow. in the draft last year, and it's like, we need speed. Let's get the guy who is literally only speed, uh, Tyquan Thornton. I mean, he just – yeah, so – yeah, somebody asked that to me today. Is like, oh, so clearly they don't like Bill Belichick does not subscribe 
to reception perception. I'm like, that has been, I think, pretty clear for a while. <laughs> uh, as you mentioned, Jacoby Myers, uh, better on deeper routes as well, better against man coverage, especially. And I think that's the big uh, point that you hammered home uh, in your profiles of both of these guys. Uh, success against man coverage, Jacoby Myers at 70.6%. Now that's, you know, again, that's slightly above average. It's pretty good. You have him ranked there it's in good, the 63rd, yeah. 63rd percentile. And again, I think when I look at like these baseline figures, if you're new to reception perception, I always look for that 70% marker. And that to me is basically that baseline of like, all right, can he play against man coverage? That generally the answer is yes. If you hit, if you clear 70%, um, Juju Smith Schuster, on the other hand, Uh, 54.7% success rate versus man. You've got him graded down there as the eighth percentile against man coverage. That's not very good. And then when you take a look at over the top, the nine route, and I, and I get it, he doesn't run a lot of nines, but 26.7% success rate on the nine route, uh, that's not good. Now, Jacoby Myers, 53.8% success rate on the nine route, also slightly below average or below average, but again, you're getting a little bit extra there, uh, just a little bit uh, with Jacoby Myers over Juju Smith-Schuster. So I'm just... I'm very confused by it. You could have had a cheaper version of Juju by just re-signing Jacoby, who, oh, by the way, knows the offense, knows the personnel, knows the players. They've built a good chemistry, right, uh, with Mac Jones and all that. I, I just, it's just baffling to me. I, I didn't understand very it weird. at all. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, okay, but let's focus on the the Raiders side of things there. Okay, so now Jacoby now joins up with Jimmy G. They trade away Darren Waller. But I, I think the biggest question for me, obviously they've got Devontae on the outside as your dominant X receiver. But I guess my question is, why sign Jacoby when you've got a guy in Hunter Renfro who, in my opinion, I, I think they do similar things as well. I think the big thing for um, this is a, pretty much what we just said earlier, which is that like, I think that you can get away with Jacoby Myers being your flanker receiver, maybe not even get away with like, I think he's a perfect Z receiver. And, you know, I talk about this stuff on the, <clears throat> on the show all the time. And it's important, these pre-snap designations, especially when you're starting to talk about reception perception data for these guys, like Devonte Adams, who is a pure X receiver, like the definition of a classic X receiver. Yeah. Um, he's going to line up tethered to the line of scrimmage. You know, he is going to be on the, the ISO side there. Uh, he's going to see a lot more press man coverage. You want your flanker receiver who's going to be on the tight end side. He can move around pre-snap. You want him to be more of a zone beater, but you also can't have him necessarily be like hapless against man coverage. I think that's like some of these guys have, have really um, have struggled to, to be full-time flankers if they absolutely can't beat uh, and, and struggle to stay on the field like what we just talked about in two wide receiver sets. You're going to lose something there if your flanker can't beat man coverage as well, because there are still times when you're going to go to, you know, 11 personnel or something like that. And and, and if he's still your full time flanker, you're going to get uh, on third down. You're going to get a lot of man coverage, more more man coverage on third down than on early down. So a lot of intricacies there. But I think basically that's the difference between a flanker and an X receiver. I think Jacoby Myers, because he's at that 70 plus percent success rate versus man coverage number. 
I feel pretty good about him as a flanker receiver. Hunter Renfro, on the other hand, um, you know, he's not terrible against man coverage, not like Juju level, but he's 63.7% success rate versus man coverage in his 2021 profile. That was like 31st percentile at the time. He's definitely much more of like a slot only player, I think, than Jacoby Myers is. And again, the route charts are pretty similar for uh, Hunter Renfro and and Jacoby Myers. There's going to be a lot of digs, a lot of slants, but Myers is just a little bit better on those routes and he brings more size to the equation. True. Which, by the way, we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo slants digs crossers that's the jimmy garoppolo bread and mf and butter you know right there for uh, <laughs> for for, for myers on a renfro and um and, and of course uh, you know for Devontae adams is great on those routes too it's gonna be great with jimmy garoppolo there but yeah i, I think that's kind of the difference between these two guys is i think uh, jacoby is more of like a a flanker slot hybrid, whereas I think Renfro is probably a slot only player. And Jacoby's just a good player, man. I, I really have, have been a fan of Jacoby Myers the last three years, charting him for reception perception. I think that ability to beat press man while also being a high end zone coverage beater, that's like, those are really good players you want to bet on. Yep. I'm kind of, especially now that Darren Waller's out of the mix and they're probably going to just play a ton of 11 personnel with these three guys, they'll probably draft like a more traditional Y tight end. I'm I'm really excited about that base offense for the Raiders this year and for Jacoby Myers, who's still going to get some slot routes as well. But um, this is just a reminder, by the way, like when we're talking about Hunter Renfro being like a 31st percentile success rate versus man coverage player. Mm-hmm. Everybody that says like, you know, after seeing a bunch of highlights of like Renfro turning people around on option routes, like, oh, Hunter Renfro, one of the best route runners in the league, is an idiot, okay? Because they don't actually <laughs> watch tape. Okay. They watch like highlight reels. Give me a break. Like, you don't sign Jacoby Myers to probably play as your flanker receiver over Hunter Renfro. If Renfro is like one of the best route runners in the league, he's a little white slot receiver who's a good player in the little white slot receiver role, but he's not one of the best route runners in the league. That, that just typically like sticks in my craw a little bit. Uh, the, the, <laughs> over, the, the slot receiver that gets overrated because he like turns people around you. in zone coverage on an option route and maybe does it a couple times in the red zone. Watch, watch some film for once, please. Basically, what you're saying is anecdotally, you're I mean, it's fine, but don't buy the anecdotes. You got to buy uh, the entire story. Right. And the entire story for for Hunter Renfro uh, is that he is a a slightly incomplete player, at least from an outside perspective. Although I will say I thought he was extremely productive in that 2021 season when he did play in that role. Uh, Obviously, completely different offense uh, than they installed there in 2022. But to me, it goes back to Hunter Renfro only started one game, only started one game uh, last year. Mac Hollins, Mac Hollins, Mac Hollins, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, was playing routinely over Hunter Renfro. I think in my personal opinion, I, and I've got nothing to base this on, but I just think the coaching staff doesn't know what the hell to do with Hunter Renfro. I think yeah. they've got no idea what to do. They don't know how to incorporate him into an offense. Um, and I think to me, that says a lot about the coaching staff. It doesn't say a lot about to yes. me about Hunter Renfro. I think what that tells me is that Josh McDaniels and the offensive coaches there, uh, they've got to do a little soul searching. They've got to do a little homework and, and they've got to figure things out because if you cannot figure out a way to get Hunter Renfro on the field over Matt Collins, Matt Collins, that's I think a you he's problem. The slowest receiver in the league. I think he's probably the slowest receiver in the league. And he was playing something like ninety-five to ninety-seven percent of the snaps. I'm telling you, that is a big-time you problem. 
That's a yeah. Josh McDaniels problem. That is not a Hunter Renfro problem. That's not a scheme problem. That's a, <laughs> you have to figure that out problem. You know what I'm saying? And to me, they go and sign Jacoby Myers. And obviously there's some history there with uh, McDaniels and Myers. And I understand that, but you know, this idea that they're going to go to a lot of 11 personnel and figure out a way to get Hunter Renfro involved. I'm not a hundred percent sold on that, Matt, because they had that yeah. opportunity last year and they didn't do it. Uh, so I, I just think this, this team doesn't know. And this coaching staff has no idea how to incorporate Hunter Renfro run a, a, a successful, you know, operation, um, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, McDaniels had Edelman for all those years. Why can't Renfro? I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's all of an, it, it, it's oil and water and something's not, something's not mixing there, man. I'm not here to like say let's give Josh McDaniels the benefit of the doubt um, because you know I'm definitely not going to be like the Josh McDaniels guy here, but yeah. um, there does yeah. seem to be some disconnect between ownership uh, and like the play. Like they they just shipped off Darren Waller for the hundredth overall pick, a third round pick, the Kadarius Tony pick, the comp pick they got from the Chiefs when they traded uh, the Giants traded him to, to Kansas City, right? And they just gave Darren Waller an extension last year, and then they couldn't. There was always some weirdness between Darren Waller. Like, he was potentially available at the trade deadline. Um, I know he's pissed at Josh McDaniels for leaking his wedding uh, to, to a, uh, I mean, uh, give me a break. Like, there's always, there's been some weirdness there. But, like, I think, I think Waller and uh, Renfro were such, like, classic Raiders players. Like, Raiders success stories. Um, by the way, I, you know, look, John Gruden, <laughs> some questionable emails. We know that. Questionable character, potentially. Uh, but John Gruden is a good coach, like good offensive coach. I know people, <laughs> right, give, right. I know yeah, give, yeah, yeah. people give John Gruden a lot of crap for uh, the, you know, I'm sending it back to 1993 or whatever, 1996, whatever he said when he got hired by the Raiders. But um, he did put players in good positions and got a lot mm -hmm. out of guys like Darren Waller, who was a converted wide receiver um, that, you know, almost had a career slip out of his hands because of off field issues to Hunter right. Renfro, who was like a day three draft pick. But, you know, yeah, I think I think not hmm. to come back to wide receiver blocking trutherism again. You know, Renfro's so small, and uh, Mac Collins he's slow because he's huge and he's a special teamer. Maybe they thought like, all right, we want to have Mac Collins on the field over Hunter Renfro because we're gonna run the ball with Josh Jacobs a lot. Josh Jacobs, by the yeah. way, a guy they didn't give the fifth year option thing to. So I don't know. Not not a lot is totally making sense for the Raiders, but I do like a three wide receiver set of Devonte Adams at edge receiver, too. Jacoby Myers at Z Hunter Renfro in the slot. You got Josh Jacobs in the back food. Who's a, who's a stud. You got a, a pretty decent offensive line and Jimmy G. I know the, the first thing that people say is like, did they even really upgrade over Derek Carr? Well, they I did not pr probably not, but Jimmy has been an efficient player. He knows Josh McDaniels and they got him for cheaper than they would have had for Derek right. Carr or the Saints. That's the big thing. And I think they still have flexibility to, Basically, I think the Raiders left themselves. They're not banged by like, all right, if we don't get a quarterback in the draft, like we're having to start, you know, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz or something <laughs> like we can we can we can have a guy at quarterback, but they could still potentially take a guy in the draft. But I don't know. I I can't I've gotten around to like how good I totally feel about the Raiders offense. But I do like this receiver core off the top of my like off, off the top of my dome. Hey, listen, man, if you if you're starting with Devonte and you add a guy in Jacoby Myers, you're doing OK. You're, you're doing, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Uh, anyways. Okay. Uh, we're running a little bit long, but that's okay. We had a lot of ground to cover, uh, with, especially when you add the Aaron Rodgers drama into the mix. 
into that uh, into that rundown as well. But anyways, a new website has been relaunched, receptionperception.com. Go check it out. Um, and I promise you, you guys, um, if you have seen the old site and then you see the new site, I think you'll be, you'll be impressed. Um, and, and of course there are some little details that we're still hammering out. Some of the sites still under construction, but that's okay. Uh, anyways, as we sit here today, March 15th, man, uh, what an exciting time it is. Free agency has officially begun. The website has relaunched. And I tell you what, man, we appreciate everyone following along. So uh, go to the go to the website receptionperception.com. Go check us out. Free DJ Moore sample on the site right now. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Go. We'll see you.